What do you do when your business burns your passion? Hi, welcome to Business Mindset Mastery. I'm your host, Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and leadership expert. I work with business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. You can always learn more about me over at heathergrayconsulting.com. And I have to tell you, my friends, when I first joined the online business space, one of the questions I quickly, quickly got sick and tired of was, what is your passion? Because everybody was talking about building a business based Based on your passion and you can do the thing that you love to do and get paid for it and monetizing your hobbies everybody was waxing poetic about that and still it's one of the first questions business coaches ask their new clients it's the thing that people talk about all the time pursuing your passion and it is enough to make anybody have a little bit of vomit in their mouth when they hear because let's face it. At some point in time, when you do the same thing you love day in and day out, you're not always going to be passionate about it. I really believe in the personal development space. I really believe, as you know, and have heard me say a thousand times, that we all have the ability to choose happiness um, and that happiness is a choice and we can't control what happens to us. We can only control what we do in response to it, right? Like, are you all getting a little bit nauseated with me? Because I'm getting a little nauseated <laughs> listening to myself talk to you right now, right? Because that is so what I'm passionate about. But at this, <laughs> at the risk of sounding a little, you know, silly, I have a really hard time reading books in the personal development section. So I have a hard time sort of seeing what my competition is writing about. I have a hard time sometimes staying informed, but I also, as an offshoot of my business, have a really hard time reading fiction books and reading stories of other people's struggles and hard times and drama and crazy interactions because all I do all day for a living is talk to people about their problems right? I'm passionate about the transformations I'm offering. I'm passionate about helping people. But at some point in time, I get sick and tired of it, right? And that is going to happen to all of us. Because when we are spending time focusing on our branding and focusing on our messaging and paying attention to our marketing and figuring out where we're positioning ourselves and figuring out who our people are and how we're going to find our people. And all of that is connected to our passion it's enough to burn our passion down to the ground. It's enough to make it unrecognizable to us because what ultimately happens for so many business owners is we have a hard time connecting the thing that we do from the business of doing the thing. They become one and the same for us. So it all just becomes a little nauseating and really frustrating. And, if, you know, with me, like I, I don't even know how many hundreds of people I've helped over the years. It gets redundant. Like a lot of times people say to me like, oh, do you really get questions that you don't know the answer to? And not to sound like a 
cocky son of a gun, but not really because at the end of the day, we're always talking about the human condition. We're always talking about the messiness of holding both and figuring things out and having our say and finding our way and telling somebody else that this is where I end and this is where you begin and having those hard talks. Like, right, it all gets a little bit jumbled up. It all gets messy. And I have been in the business of messy for a while. So when people come to me and they are in their pain and they're in it, I'm not necessarily always going to feel passionate about the the work, right? Because at the end of the day, it's work. I really love what I do. I have tried so many different times and so many different ways to turn myself into something else, to do something else, to offer something else. And I always come back to at my core, at my center, I'm a Q&A kind of gal. Like I was raised and trained professionally in a diagnostic center, helping kids figure out and sort out what was going on with them, making the assessment moving them down the line. And in this day and age, you hear me do it all the time on my podcast. People send in the questions and I answer them. But no, it doesn't light me up every single day. (laughs) It doesn't. Shocker, right? Shocker. But we as business owners have a responsibility to stay connected to our joy on some level. Because I don't think we have to build businesses that we're passionate about. You know, like the affiliate business comes to mind for me. I don't think that people have to feel super passionate about hair care products in order to be a hair <laughs> a hair product affiliate or super passionate about skincare or diet or you can fill in the blank with whatever you want. But like they don't have to like, you know, <laughs> rise and fall and have the sun set and rise on you know, their passion for um, beauty regimens or whatever you want, fill in the blank. I'm getting myself distracted with all the tangents. So no, you don't have to always be passionate, but you do have to stay connected to what you like about it, why you're doing it, why you picked this business over another business, why you picked this task over another task. I do think as business owners, we have a responsibility to maintain some level of inspiration. You have heard me talk on the show about my burnout from the private therapy practice to the point where you're probably all all tired of hearing me talk about it a little bit too, right? And I can tell you that one of the main reasons why I got burned out is I saw so many of the same people in different bodies. I saw so many worried well people who didn't really have huge mental health struggles, who weren't really particularly stuck, but they just didn't like the way their lives were going. And they kind of sort of wished a little bit that their life could be a little bit different, so long as they weren't that uncomfortable with the changes they had to make, right? I saw that person on repeat and I lost my passion for helping people see bigger. And it wasn't until I read Brene Brown's Daring Greatly that I got re-inspired because I could sense that I still had things to say. I could sense that I still had things I cared about, but I couldn't 
touch it. I couldn't feel it. I couldn't reach it. And I didn't really recognize it inside myself anymore because the only thing I was really paying attention to was how often I gave advice that nobody freaking listened to. And then I just got disillusioned and disheartened and discouraged and a bunch of other disses. And I went about my merry way and closed the practice and moved on. When I look back on that time, And I see all the ways I could have reinvigorated my practice. And I see all the ways I could have managed my burnout. One of the things I really do also see is I never let myself get re-inspired with that business. I got on the hamster wheel. I did things the way I always did. Because to be honest, my friends, I got really comfortable with the money that was coming in. And it was coming in practically on autopilot. I had a one-page website that I never updated. I had a list on psychology today. Um, and I had a like never ending group of clients that just referred to me. So I always had a waiting list. So it was easy. I never started and asked myself like, okay, so this business is making you feel a little dead inside. You're actively hoping your clients cancel on you. You're looking forward to no shows because you can bill for the time and not actually have to do the work. And like all of that was like the beacon signs to wake up and pay attention and plug back in. And I just shut it all down. I never said like, okay, what would I need to do to make this business something that really excited me? What could I do to get interested again? What if I say like, if you were a stay at home mom, I'm sorry, like you're you're, like, I'm not going to accept those cases. Like, because that was three quarters of my caseload at some point in time was stay at home moms. What if I just decided that I was going to pitch myself to a different kind of community of people to add variety to who was finding me? And if I started to market differently, if I started to figure out what kind of problems did I want to solve? What kind of people did I want to help? Rather, I just said, oh, I'm not really into this anymore. It's sucking my soul. It's getting to the point where I hate people. I'm just going to close it all down. So I think as business owners, it's not about like never losing the never losing like why you love to do what you do because I think at some point in time we're fooling ourselves if we don't say to ourselves every once in a while this is just work and I have to actually work um because (laughs) people who want to tell you that you love what you do and you never have to work another day in your life I call bs on right but as business owners we will wither and die on the vine and our businesses will wither and die on the vine if we don't look critically at our businesses, at our services or products, the way we're running things, and get a little bit curious as to what it would take to reignite the spark, to be curious, to find things out, to say, okay, if this isn't what I'm interested in right now, what would I be interested in? Because we, we're like marathon runners, right? Like we have to start thinking about the long game. And I think sometimes so many people are just looking for that first burst of um, success. They're looking for that burst of income or the first time they up level or the first time they go and they, they try the new thing that they don't really think of themselves or their businesses with any future forward planning attached to it. So what you want to do for yourself and for your 
your own life and your own business is to own responsibility for staying connected to the spark. That doesn't mean you have to have full-blown passion all the time. It doesn't mean that you're not going to have a day where you just totally have to suck up a deal to the things you have to do. But as a business owner, you do have to stay a little connected to the spark and to the interest. Something that's going to keep your ambition going, something that's going to spark your competitiveness, your drive. Otherwise, you're just going to run out of steam. So much of that business of mine just had to be burnt down because I hadn't maintained it. The foundation was cracking. You know, the the image online hadn't changed in, oh my gosh, I, I probably hadn't updated that website. I, I, I probably didn't change it in like 10 years. I'm sure I changed something. I'm, I'm probably exaggerating, but I don't think I, I altered my messaging other than changing periodically my listing on psychology today. So I think sometimes when we don't take care of ourselves, when we don't reinvent or when we don't update our version of ourselves, like who are we now that we've gone a couple of rounds with this? thing. Now that we've done a couple of trips around the sun with this business, what do we care about? What are the things that particularly interest us now that don't didn't interest us before? What interested us in the past? What are we losing interest in? And being curious and willing to reignite a light to own that fact that if we don't nurture the passion, it doesn't just stay. It doesn't just, you know, maintain the steady pace like some sort of fire that never goes out. If it doesn't get nurtured, if we don't give it oxygen, if we don't add another log to the fire, it's just going to wither out and die. And when we do that, we're not showing up for our businesses and that's what's going to happen to our revenue and our ROI. So no, you don't always have to be passionate. And there are always going to be days that you have to suck it up, but it is your job and your responsibility to find the thing that's going to light the spark. The the thing that interests you, the thing that motivates you, the thing that inspires you, because without that, you're running on autopilot. And autopilot gets the job done, but it doesn't allow for growth. So you don't have to be passionate but you do have to maintain the spark. Now, if you have a question and you want my two cents on your life or business, I strongly encourage you to get your questions in. I have been struggling with an empty inbox. I don't know if some people are just assuming that my old email address no longer works and they haven't found me at the new one, but um, everybody can still find me at the old email address, but you can today write to me also at heather at heathergrayconsulting.com. Find me with your questions and I'll get them on a future episode. Thank you so much for today. I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.